I actually wanted to talk to you guys about something. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go for it, go for it. It's not really about joy. No, it's like, let's go through it with that man. Uh, I, want, I actually want your advice. And mm-hmm. I think, I wasn't sure whether to like, talk about it on the podcast, but I feel like I should. Yeah. Just because I don't want people thinking that like, everything's perfect for me. My life yeah. is great. Um, so I actually have had a bit of a tough week. Mm. Um, I found out that both of my parents won't be coming to the book launch. Um, because Darby will be there, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, mm-hmm. yeah, and we'll be talking about queer issues. Mm-hmm. And I think this week I've been feeling very insecure about my sexuality mm-hmm. at the moment. So I think I wanted to ask you guys when faced with like if you have had situations like this, how do you try and find joy despite the pain that you're feeling from like people you love rejecting you? I feel like joy comes from how you feel about what you're doing and it comes from it's just about your own personal stuff mm-hmm. like when you when you don't don't let that take away the joy because it's a, that's about them yeah that's about them and their ignorance it's about them and their commitment to un- misunderstanding you as a queer person and I feel like don't put your joy in that because it's something that's negative to you do you know what I mean <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 88 of the Tutus podcast. I am Nana. And I'm Rose. And together we are Tutus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. As you can see, guys, we've got a special guest in the building. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. Do I look at the camera? Do I look at you guys? I'm like, whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, my name is Timmy Shotere. I am journalist don't say it like that don't say it like that i'm a journalist i'm a journalist and i'm co-editor of black joy which is coming out september 2nd oh yeah that's me i like that i like that a lot how you feeling today good yeah i'm feeling good i'm feeling good Um, i was just saying that this is my first podcast in person so i'm a little bit do you know well, what? It's all right. Like we said, it's our first time we're having a guest in the studio. Yeah, yeah very guest. Do you know what I mean? So lots of firsts. Lots mm. of firsts. But um, okay, so let's start off with the game. Okay, let's start off mm. again. We're going to be this or that as usual. Actually, no, how are you? How you been? Oh my god, we don't. Re- Do we need to get into that? Because yeah, no, I, I want to hear you. How are you guys yeah, doing? You oh, I've had a bit of a rough week. That's why I didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> dampen the mood. <laughs> you know didn't want to. I didn't really want to dampen the mood. No, I've just yeah, it's been it's been very very full on. I think like there's mm-hmm. various things going on in life at the moment, so it's just like trying to find balance, you know. And that's what life's about balance in it yeah yeah. so yeah but for the most part i'm good i'm glad to be here i feel like this is definitely um a highlight of my week you know with you guys so thank you for joining us Mm -hmm. yeah what about you babe it's been a boring week (laughs) (laughs) it's been boring Mm. i think just been just been working it i feel like um also the balance we always talk about this all the time sorry guys we thought we was complaining i know but like like balancing your own stuff and the nine to five is just it's actually hard yeah Yeah. it's actually really hard people don't recognize how hard it is yeah Mm -hmm. especially when people ask you oh do you want to meet at two o'clock actually i'm at work at two o'clock yeah you got a meeting at half two yeah they wanted to do yeah i get it a lot of things but you know thank god yeah <laughs> for good health you know we're, we're alive yeah. we're thriving we're all right we're yeah. good so happy about that but yeah okay this or that right you go first okay uh red bull or boost 
Red Bull. Do you know what? Um, even though we're drinking boost. Do you know so? Oh, you're always drinking boost. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. Red Bull is definitely the bougie version. It's definitely the one that actually works out of the two as well. Do you mm. know what? I, love a, I do love a boost. But I never see Red Bull. Maybe it's because I'm not looking for it in the shop. It's because it's two pounds. Oh, no. Yeah, I like the advert one. when it's yeah. like... Oh, the yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Wings. oh, yeah. What's those adverts? Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. I've, I, in terms of taste, I feel like I prefer boost. I mean, they are quite similar, but like I, put, I prefer. Do you? Yeah, I, prefer beach. I don't prefer beach, you know. But it's okay because fifty nine p. So would you for now? Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm gonna go Red Bull because mm. I think I'm a bougie babe, so mm. I want the bougie version. Fair enough. But <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this or that. Okay, basketball or football? Football. I've never really been into basketball, and I feel like football players are kind of cute, you know. Oh, I'm done. I'm screaming. <laughs> you know. I'm, okay. I'm not you, right? Oh, I'm, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. That is hilarious. I you were. So, who's your favourite footballer? Um, Rashford, obviously. I feel, like, I feel like that's the go-to footballer. Grealish, is it Grealish? That one. Yeah, that, yeah like With the him. hair. Yeah. Um, I guess, like for me, in terms of OG David Beckham. Mm. I, I don't think I can really comment. I'm not really a sports babe. You have to pick one. <laughs> if I had to pick one, I would pick basketball because I play 4K on my phone. That's the only. You play 4K on your phone? Really? I didn't think see you as like a phone game kind of babe. Yeah, that's that's a bit of me. Oh, that's the only game that I really have. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I play a game called um, something shelter, but that's good. You play some weird games though. <laughs> yeah, you play I those. Do. I like to build things. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. People still play those games. Are you trying yeah. to build anything? <laughs> I do. I really, I really enjoy it. Unless it's Sims, I ain't trying to build nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I bought Sims in the, in the first lockdown, and I just I never played it. it I loved it money. so oh, wow. much, but yeah. my laptop. You shouldn't. Really yeah, my laptop, laptop couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just doesn't have mm. the power. I had to delete it. Yeah, I deleted it as well, and I miss it so much. Yeah. I I actually got it for free. Oh, like, did you? They had a, a deal like years ago, and I got it for mm. free, but mm. I had to delete it like last year because it took up bad? so much space. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. It like, takes it up so much space. You know, your laptop doesn't have that much like power to mm. play the game. You need a gaming PC. Yeah, so that's what I need. And that's what if you're listening, Martha, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, basketball. Um, yeah, I know you're gonna She used to play basketball back in the day. Oh nice! Do you still play now or? Unfit these days, <laughs> and it's just not working. So out. am I. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I used to play a lot. I used to play. My life was actually basketball. I used to play National League basketball. I was playing how many times a week? I said games every weekend. That was my. It was actually my life. Mm, wow. I want to be the first woman in the WNBA. I know in the NBA. I want to be the first mm. woman in the NBA. Oh, but you can't. Be, it's not possible. But. Yeah, because for men. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why isn't it MNBA? Mm. You got an NBA and you got WNBA. Yeah, why not? I don't but know. Why not know. MNBA? It's like Premier League. Premier League should be W M. Yeah. N- but they don't play. <laughs> they don't play. Men and women don't play. What together? Yeah. 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 Actually, that would be interesting if they played. They do in you know, All Stars. Oh, they do okay. All Stars. All Stars. Okay. They do, and that. it's actually quite good as well when they do. Hmm. Like, okay. My dreams are. My dreams went down the drain a long time ago. So, um, do you have a this or that as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were going to ask no, me. No, no worry. I got one. Um, Igusi or Eferiro? Efer, for sure. I didn't know. Do you know what? I had Eferiro recently. Wow. It's the bags. Like, what did you have it with? Panda Jam? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it I want that now. So yeah. like, I, I hadn't had it, like, I've had it for the first time, like, maybe two months ago. It was after I was going on about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> and I was like, oh, my God, where have I been? No, I actually might have had that tonight. It's so it? good. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll order it. I really want pound of jam. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, it yeah, sends right, you to bangs. sleep. Yeah. It's so good. Where do you recommend like buying a good if a reroll from? So my go-to is Tasty. I love Tasty. Okay, yeah. That's like more South London, I think. Mm. No, right. they have it in Hackney as well. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 cool. Cool. They've got one in Mare Street and they've got one in Walthamstow. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's um, even on, it's on our... Oh, I didn't like... I've got a free from Tasty, I think. I didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, so it is dependent on the location. Mm. So the one in Woolwich... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, it's that. okay. Help it's me. okay. No it's a popular business, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah of course. Let's be of honest. Course. <laughs> but we went to Echo in Homerton and that Effery roll was okay. amazing. So once I tasted oh, so that. So we went to a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. we sat ah. in and everything and, you know, we washed our hands in the bowl. Oh, and the everything. bowl. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. experience. You really had the whole thing. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. And it was amazing. So once I tasted that and then I tasted Tasty, I was like, that's Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Yeah. The thing about Tasty as well, yeah, is they, was it on Uber Eats you got it? Yeah. Did it come frozen? Huh? No, it didn't come frozen. Wait, what? <laughs> it was actually every warm, single time God. I bought food from that tasty. It always comes frozen. Oh, uh, obviously, the pound of jam doesn't, yeah. but the agusi or whatever I get always comes frozen. Oh no, that's not good. And that's surely picture. is not. Is that allowed? Is that it, legal? Do you know, listen, I always get through. I'm okay. I get my refund. I'm okay. I'll warm it up. That is <laughs> okay. mad. I get every single time. Sometimes I buy it from there on purpose. I know it's going to come from <laughs> So you know, get exactly. money back. Yeah. I get money back. I just I hope they don't listen. So they can <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah. And I think obviously it's not, you know it's not fresh because they've, you mm. know what I mean? So, yeah. Evian or Volvic? I know let's oh. not do a drink. We well, doesn't drink one already. <laughs> okay. Let's not do, do a drink, drink one. one. But I'm just going to say for the record is definitely Volvic. I'm just it's Evian. For the it's Evian. Please. Please. Uh, okay. Everyone, it tastes like tap water. I actually don't know the difference. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow. You, know, you, can, actually, you can taste the, vol- the volcano in Volvic. Um, really? You can no, taste no, no, you're fucking lying. Don't sit on this podcast. Don't sit on this podcast. Yes, you can. Don't sit on this podcast. I lie. Yes, you can. How dare you? I have tasted How the, the volcano. How dare you? I've did volcano. You are a liar. And the mountain. Guys, comment, comment, please comment. Comment below, comment below and say, tell us which one's better. Because You can actually taste it. You can taste them. Actually, I, I think I have one. Mm-hmm. Nike or Adidas? I'm a Nike babe. Do you know it's going to be Nike so for me? Yeah, it's I'm a Nike. Nike babe as well. Oh, it's Nike, sorry. Nike. sorry. I used to work there, that's why. <laughs> yeah, she won't let us head end of that shit. It's Nike. Yeah. No, you, Nike. If you said Nike as an employee, like you would be on the verge of disciplinary. That's mad. You're working what? there. Because everyone, everyone thinks it's Nike, innit? So your first day, they tell you, guys, it's Is it Nike. American? Yes, yeah, American. Okay. They say it's Nike, it's not Nike. But they always say, whether it's American or not, the brand is Nike. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what yeah. the brand is. Fair enough. But yeah, I remember our induction was like four weeks long. Imagine the induction is four weeks long. That's a long time. They really in- improve you into the, into the life. Every day the it's Nike. Yeah, four weeks. And when I did that today, well, you know, we move. So it's Adidas, Adidas. Adidas. I think it is actually Adidas. Okay. But because we're enemies, you have to say Adidas. Uh, I'm <laughs> being wrote a rap. Talking you about Puma. What is this job? Listen, Wait. this job was... You DVD. are bored, isn't it? No, wait, no, was this for the induction? induction? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we had to, like, film it and, like, perform it. We'll just, huh? What I kind just, of induction? It's a retail job. I just wanted to scan the items and go. I didn't want to do all of this. But anyway, that's what it was. It was, like, 2012 I used to work there. It was fun. It was fun working there. There was lots of discounts and stuff. So it's yeah. Cool. But um, that's going to be Nike for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Nike. Yeah, I'm a Nike. Yeah. Too. Right, let's get into it, guys. Okay. Both writers. Both writers. Oh well, yeah, we are both writers. both writers. Yes, we are. Let's talk, let's talk about writing. <laughs> oh god, let's, let's talk about it then. Yeah. Oh, 
you know what? Nana's always talking about how she needs to write some more and it's like really hard and it's like it takes her okay. while and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so when you're like writing, what's the process that you're going through and how like long does it roughly take as well? That's, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I get why writing is hard for you because when you have a nine to five, you just can't even think about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you even look tired now as I'm yeah. saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's constantly on the back of, at the oh, back of my no, mind. Oh no, don't put pressure on yourself though. Or I, I feel but cool. The thing is like, I need to, cause that's what I was thinking today. Yeah. Not to even, I'm, I'm going off subject, but no, it's actually okay. I was thinking today, like when I think about my nine to five, yeah, like it's a good job, but like ultimately in the grand scheme of things, like that's not really changing the world. That's not really doing no. things to change the world. Do you know what I mean? It's just making ads it's not that yeah. important but actually writing things about like people that i care about like black queer people um you know trying to get more representation that's important like and when i when i get older i want to and think back i want to think raw i actually did something yeah and not just made ads because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not really important so I was it's thinking, so hard how like for a lot of us, a nine to five isn't what we're passionate about, but that's what takes up most of our time. Mm. And then you have to like try and find time for your passion projects, but yeah. you're tired. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I I completely get that. I mm. think for me, when it came, and it's, just, it's so hard because the way in which I used to do writing, I don't think was healthy in the grand scheme of things mm. because I'd finish work at like half five, six, take an hour off, and then I'll work from like seven to 11 like doing stuff and I actually don't think that's healthy I, I would burn out regularly yeah as Dobby knows I would like mm-hmm. uh, every few months I just like feel like it's too much and then you also want to relax on weekends right right yeah. you don't really yeah. spend your weekends writing either you put writing on the weekend <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I wish I had advice but I almost don't so <laughs> are you a freelancer now like no so I actually started a new job in July oh okay um, so I haven't been like freelancing that much just because it's like a new job and I can't really with my new job. Okay, yeah. But I can months. do I can do writing during my work hours mm. as part of the job, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think with my old job, it was just it was just a case of like I don't want to say discipline because it wasn't discipline. I think I was being doing too much. But maybe if you say okay, Tuesday evenings mm-hmm. that's when you write, mm-hmm. and then like. Every other day, you don't even, like, think about it. But, you know, Tuesday after work, that's when you think about it. Yeah. So, if you have, like, a time dedicated to it, it means that you can think about other things and not feel guilty and know that on on that evening, that's when... Do you know what I think the problem is, you know, when it comes to writing, like, your head has to be... It has to be in it. In it, like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. You can't have other distractions, yeah. like, going on. And the problem with our lives is that... There's too much going on. There's too, too much, much going on. So, like, yeah. obviously, we work, yeah, and then, like, sometimes during lunchtime, we might have a meeting, and then after work, we might have a meeting. Yeah. We've got tutus, we've got our events, like, and there's always comms, there's always something yeah, going there's always on. there's always something to do. There's always yeah. something to do. I've got a, a production company as well now, like, so there's always... And I'm I've, I'm in post-production for my short film. So there's wow. always... There's always comms, there's, there's always something going on. So it's just, like, finding the time to actually completely shut off is and focus on actually writing is very very difficult what kind of things do you want to write about so the next thing that i want to write about is uh about a black queer disabled woman i don't really have the story yet i just know that that's gonna be yeah. you know my that's, that's the representation that's needed but we don't need i have not seen it yeah yeah yeah, our last episode, um, our guest T, shout out to T, like they requested the table person and you just don't see it anywhere. And they were just talking about how like 
accessibility to like queer scenes and like just queer queerness in general yeah. is a lot yeah. like it's so much and it's almost like as a queer person they can't really enjoy being queer, queer. with other queer people mm-hmm. and that's within Gosh, our own community so imagine the outside that. representation as well like yeah. it's just it just isn't there it's like do you know there. what i mean so especially in the media so that would be a great thing to write about yeah we definitely need to see it i want to almost help you find the time (laughs) to write (laughs) no i've got like so many ideas i've got so many ideas Mm -hmm. going on in my brain just not enough time to like put it down but like in terms of actually your actual process like from how do you write like yeah it's not even get to that it's not it's fine no but it's not easy to just sit there sometimes and like write like what do you do do you have to prepare yourself do you have to be in a certain place do you have to be like sitting at a desk what do you need to do yeah oh I think for me, there's actually this thing called um, the Pomodoro method. Yeah, yeah I that, do that as well. That helps me What's to that? actually write. So it's like um, you take like you work for like 15 minutes, take a five minute break, oh. and then every four times, then take like a 25 minute break. Yeah. So like, yeah, and that actually helps me when I'm writing, so I can bang out like 2,000 words in a few hours. Mm. I'm writing like that. But in terms of thinking of the ideas and like what inspires me and mm-hmm. stuff. I just say like life. Mm. I think one thing that I've learned is to try and not force it. Yes. And like getting inspiration. Like you actually get inspiration from the most random things. Like there was one time like we were in the park and we just saw like a man and a woman just sitting there and I was like, I wonder what they're talking about. And then from mm. there I just had like a whole idea of like a book. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Get onto the book next, don't we? Oh god! Let's <laughs> get onto the book. Yeah. Talking the books. <laughs> so um, my book. The book. Hmm. Talking about joy. Yeah. What yeah. I said. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Black Joy is an anthology. There's 28 Black Brits from different industries and walks of life mm-hmm. and whatever, and they've each written an essay about what brings them joy and what makes them happy. And my role in that was editing five of the 28 essays. Mm. And what was involved in that was like thinking of ideas for the essays, thinking of who to reach out to, actually editing and giving feedback and like doing line edits and stuff. Yeah. And I also wrote my own essay. Oh, mm. amazing. Yeah. So featured in it. Yeah, That's so amazing. I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think the reason behind the anthology was actually thought of by Charlie. So Charlie Brinkhurst Cuff, she is like the main editor and I kind of came along halfway through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was approached by Penguin as a result of what happened last year yeah. at Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And I think they approached her being like, we want an anthology about blackness. And she was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, blackness? Yeah. Yeah. That's very broad. Though, exactly. And I think she wanted to make sure that was focused on something happy mm. and uplifting and joyful because it isn't really much of that in like black British media. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with like a lot of books and stuff that is out there, it's normally centered around like, pain like feeling yeah, like trauma an outsider or like a second class yeah it's never like what makes me happy and um, so i i'm really glad to have been brought in mm. along the process yeah um yeah and it's just it's just really good there's a whole range of essays there's some great names in there i saw yeah, Shantae yeah, yeah. J, i saw diane abbott yeah i saw See diane abbott she's actually a real one yeah she came from primary school when i was in primary school yeah that's something you'll never forget i'll never to me i feel like she was a celebrity Mm. coming in she is a celebrity i didn't think it was an mp it was like she touched my shoulder and i went home and told my mom like i was really excited that 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 she came twice Mm. wow yeah she's uh, she's our mp our local mp yeah so like we do see her walking around sometimes Mm. 
It's like, wow, it's like, now I've got every day. It's actually Auntie Diane. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading. It's really this. good. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's something in there for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's that's my hope. Um, and I were really clear on being like, this anthology isn't um, meant to tick all of the boxes. We know that there's going to be some experiences yeah. that just won't get touched yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so multifaceted, right? I mean, yeah. like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no anthology in the world will ever is never will right. never do that yeah. yeah and i think black joy is very individual to every person like different mm-hmm. things make us happy personal as well yeah yeah so like my essay um was about my love one direction mm-hmm. <laughs> when mm-hmm. i was like um 12 and 13 and how that brought me joy and mm-hmm. being in fandoms was like the best See thing for I mean? me That's growing cute. up because yeah. you know when and you think different. about like black joy and just joy in, in general i feel like we forget about things like that that yeah. give us joy and it comes down to everyone talks about love and they talk yeah. about you know the fairy stuff yeah, it's cute. and it's it is cute <laughs> it's, it's cute. nice and it's cute mm. but we forget we just forget about the very everyday simple mm. yeah, things yeah exactly it's nice because yeah. like, even even you just saying that that's what made me think hold on because it wasn't it means it doesn't it wasn't what i was expecting yeah oh, really yeah, yeah it, it wasn't what i was expecting yeah. oh. So I'm, when I think about what I'm going to read in the book, I was thinking a lot of things like, you know, when we go out, we go to church and we dance together. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, dancing is black people's church, even when we're not in the church yeah. kind of thing and stuff like that. And One Direction, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Spice Girls used to bring me joy. Yeah. And I've never ever thought that Spice Girls used to bring me joy. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like that's that. really important though. <laughs> i think i think it's really important that this book is actually coming out because like l- as we all know like last year was a bit mad like yeah, it yeah. was a mad mad year yeah. where everything was very painful and just like very and you felt everything like every free every single thing that was gone on you just like felt it in your body and it was a bit mad like and it is important to show that because I feel like when it comes to like books, I was talking to someone the other day about books specifically like by black women or like British black British women or black queer British women. And there aren't many that I've come across. There might be some, but there aren't many that I've come across. The only one that I read was Woman, Girl, Other. I don't know if that's uh, the right order. Girl, Another, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, and I was thinking that was the, uh, that's the only one that I've read like in my adult life that i could like i was like wow this is this that's true this is amazing yeah like and i was like this is amazing i haven't like i used to read a lot when i was younger and i just never came across a book that i like identified with so much and it was and it's just like so we need we need more of that like we Mm -hmm. actually need more of that and i like the fact that is about black joy because as i said last year was very painful and we don't see that everyday struggle. Why is it that we always have to yeah. read or watch struggle things? Like yeah. that's not all we are. It's not just about so much more to like, it, right? right? And you know what I found really interesting when doing the whole process was that when it came to me writing my own essay and editing other people's essays, everyone struggled to talk about blackness without referencing pain and trauma. Mm. Like it, everyone like really struggled. And when reading through like the people that I commissioned, I'd like be sitting in a chat with them being like, what brings you joy? And they'd be like, oh. yeah. they're all like scratching their heads, like unsure. And it, it made me really sad. Mm. And even for my essay topic, I struggled to think of it because I was, I couldn't get out of, thinking about my race without like mm. thinking mm. of all the pain and suffering that i've been through like um which is why i think the book is so important because for a lot of the writers it was something that you had to like actually put a lot of thought into and yeah. felt like quite a radical act like 
going against what was normal for them mm-hmm. and what's normal for all of us. It's really it's it's kind of bittersweet in a way. It is. It is yeah. I think it is difficult. I feel like if I was asked to do one of the essays, I don't I don't actually know what I'll write about. What well, what brings you joy? Yeah, I'm not sure what I would write about because it's black joy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm not really sure like how the t- how I would link the two. Do you know I what? think I would, ha- I would actually have to sit down and think about it. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would yeah. be yeah, it would be difficult. I see how it could be difficult, but like when you said about One Direction, that made me think of how I started writing in the first place. And when I was younger, I used to fancy little Romeo, and oh and I had like you know back little in the Romeo, you know, why him? You know, saw that bow wow or little Romeo. It was. <laughs> I'm not trying to be different or anything, but it was little Romeo. And um, you know, remember what was those um magazines we had back in the day? The black one, black beat, word up, yeah, young voices, young voices. We had like young voices. <laughs> I used to like cut out, you know, like his po- like poster yeah. and stick it we up on my proper, wall. Like yeah. we were proper in like all the BTK. B2K and B5. Yeah, all of them. How old are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thinking the references are going... Cause I, this, wait, I think I was a bit too... Because I guess my, me saying One Direction must have been a bit weird for you guys. Yeah, that's why I live oh, yeah. One Direction. Yeah. 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 I'm 29 and she's 30. Oh, okay. okay. And how old are you? I'm 23. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so i um i that's how i got into writing because i was like i was a big fan of little romeo so i'd go and like the fan websites and stuff and there'd be other fans on there obviously and they'd write stories about with using these people these celebrities as characters and make up these stories and i was like wow right and it was so great because i was like and they always used to leave like a story on a cliffhanger so it'd be like a chapter (sighs) every so often and that's how i got into writing yeah i was just writing like erotica with me and zay yeah oh right that's that's great at least that is amazing (laughs) that is absolutely amazing what was that website called there was a website We used what to pad? Go to oh, no, I think that, yeah, I think we were what pad. Yeah, 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 it was around the Haber Hotel times. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haber Hotel was a thing. You guys are old. I know, it was a thing. <laughs> it was, a thing. Oh, what was that? Everyone used to go in and, was it black? It was black something. I can't remember, but I wouldn't, black. I know, I was on there. It was a forum. Yes, it was a forum. <sighs> it was a forum. But we should not have been on that forum, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot going on, but it was, that's, that's how, and that's, I guess I would say, that was black, that black joy yeah, for me because it's like yeah, that mm-hmm. brought me joy. Like, and that's how I got into writing, and that was, you know, amazing. Imagine like now I'm queer now, but you know, like, you know, I loved Little Romeo, and that's oh, why I started writing. That was my one, mom with J Book. J Book was fine. Wait, which one? <laughs> yeah, J Book was fine one though. Like the finest one in B two K. He was, he was the finest. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're we're really that. showing our, our really age. Showing our age. Yeah. The BTK story is, just makes me a bit sad now. What? Because yeah, they're because yeah, Raz. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is sad. What happened, Raz? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe Raz. I believe him. I believe oh yeah, yeah. Just stay strong, boy. I believe him. I believe him. him. I believe him. Um, but yeah, like, what a time! <sighs> what a time! What, what a time! Was it any girl bands? Was it the equivalent? This is too. I mean, we're talking about the joiner. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, but that, <laughs> but that thinking back then, life obviously, you know, life was much easier when we was just on frigging um, MySpace and shit. Yeah. That was we yeah. everyone MySpace. No, no, that was Facebook. Time. Facebook was me. Uh, MySpace was before Facebook, wasn't it? Yeah, MySpace yeah, was yeah, way yeah, before yeah. Facebook. MySpace, Bebo, Bebo. No, I was too, I was yeah. too young. For that. Yeah. I was on like paint. And like, she was doing paint at the time. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what? Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, I was on paint. That's what I was doing. Oh, well, do the clip yeah. art, the clip mm-hmm. art stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh no, nah, it's it's crazy because uh, to me, obviously you are younger than us. Twenty three is younger than us, but to me, it, in my mind, it doesn't feel like 
the cultural shift has been that different, but it actually, but yeah. it has when you yeah. think about these things. Yes, when when you get into the nuances of it, right? Mm-hmm. I think now we're probably like yeah. doing similar things. But yeah. yeah, I guess when we were younger, yeah, it's not the same. Because I always say, like, when you get into your twenties, like, it's just like anyone, you can be friends with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can be cool with anyone. Friends with somebody that's in their thirties, you know, with forties. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. So yeah, wow, childhood. It's mad. Alright, so talk about the process. Oh gosh, yeah. So what was your favorite part, and then what was your least favorite part? Oh, okay. Yeah, my favorite part of the process was um, so because I had like free reign for like. I could commission and the topics mm, okay. like that. So the brainstorming for that was definitely my favorite part because I was like, ah, yeah. what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, Even picking must have been hard. You'd be like, you can't pick everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that must have been hard. Yes. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where like someone somewhere is going to say something about the list of contributors and be like, oh, you didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was a bit scary, but yeah. I did like having the power to do that, yeah, like, yeah. to pick people and having those first meetings being like, yeah, I've picked you yeah. right from that dream. Yeah. Like, people on the end of the Zoom call being like, oh my God, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> The hardest part was writing the essay because I felt really nervous and that like people would see my name on the cover mm-hmm. and they'd be like expect my essay to be the best and, like to blow everyone else out the water okay. and i saw the other contributors because it was like jason travis Di- mm-hmm. I, I, there was yeah i kind of had to accept that there was i'm literally writing my first thing okay my first piece of writing that's longer than like a thousand words mm. it's the longest thing i've ever written that's like been yeah. out there for the public to see so yeah i kind of had to remind myself that it's actually okay it doesn't have to be like best written like sound really smart and intelligent as long as it's coming from my heart mm. and it's my voice yeah that's all that matters yep but um yeah i, I felt quite s- nervous because charlie was editing my essay okay. so she saw me editing other people's essays so i was scared there was going to be like higher expectations mm. or she'd be like what is this piece of shit yeah. um but yeah it was fine but i was very scared when writing it i i really put it off i put it off for ages really yeah how long did you guys have so wait let me think i started editing I think I got the position in like January mm-hmm. and deadline for the first drafts were like beginning of March. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think I started writing mine. I'm not actually not going to say. <laughs> See the before. night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say, but I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. That is interesting what you said because I feel like I never really knew, like when people would ask me like, oh, why do you write? Or why do you like writing? Or who do you write for? I never really knew how to answer that question until recently. And uh, now I know I write for myself. I love mm. that. I write for myself. like, And it's funny because obviously there are people out there who are going to identify and relate to it. And I love that. And I, that's what I hope for. But there's also people that are not going to identify and relate to it. And that's okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you have to like find peace in that as a writer yeah. sometimes it's hard because you you want you naturally want people to say yeah good job you've done, you done yeah. well but not everyone's gonna like your shit as well and that's something that you have to just accept it right accept. Yeah, yeah. i think when you're creative you just have to accept that in general yeah right? exactly and you know obviously like we're sensitive about our shit like because yeah. we put our you know we you put, put your everything work, your energy yeah. and everything your, like your passion is right. it's passionate so yeah. well, you know, we put everything into it so obviously we want it to be great but you know what it's just i write for myself yeah and i think this book as well is these people who contributed they wrote for themselves as well mm, like yeah. especially when i think specifically i don't know what 
the others wrote about, but your story, like, of, you know, the fandom and stuff, that was about you at a certain time. That's yeah. writing about mm. yourself, you going back, you yeah. living it, and that's really, really beautiful. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm excited to read the book. Yeah, get a copy. Yeah, yeah. gotta get. Yeah, copy. have you um, been sent one? Yeah, no, received oh, no. it. When they're yeah. gonna, they they have an address. So yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's on the way. It's, it's okay. on the way. It's coming. Let it's me coming. know if you don't actually. Yeah, because yeah. 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 I will. I will we'll let you know. We'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> genuinely. Yeah, we'll be getting one. We'll be getting one. Tell us about because you've got an event coming up. Yes. Yes, you've got a live show. Live show, yes. yeah. The day the book launches, so ah. September 2nd at Rio Dalston. That's um, local. Cool. Yeah. yeah. The, corner for the you tickets guys. still yeah, yeah, yeah. selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tickets are still there. We'll be there. We'll be there. Please, yeah. please come. It's on the first day. That's the first day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it should be fun. Um, have you guys seen Rocks? Yeah, Bookie's on the panel. Oh, yeah. amazing! So, do you know what I saw? She's her. in a book as well. Yeah, yeah. she wrote an essay for yeah. it. It's yeah. really she good. Wrote, she wrote an essay for it too. How yeah. old is she? I think she's like 18, 18 yeah, 19. I saw her near your house. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw. I was, and then I was gonna do fangirl. And I was, do you know what? <laughs> she's in her own world. So let me just leave her right yeah. now. And I also for like, you're gonna meet her. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, the time yeah, will come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't mind doing fangirl, but <laughs> she just looked like she was in her own world. Yeah, yeah did I want to bother her? Yeah, didn't bother her. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's yeah, amazing. the panel so looks talented. really good. It's gonna be yeah. some live music, mm-hmm. some freebies. Yes. Like, it's gonna be a tote bag with um, goodies from like back owned businesses. Mm, I like. I'm doing some signings. Oh, I yeah, like. It's gonna be so, fun. where can they get tickets from? Where can mm. people yeah. get tickets? Yeah, oh, asking all the right questions. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be freebies. Yeah, sorry. Um, Rio Cinema, Dalston, in the evening at some mm-hmm. time. <laughs> I should know the time. I'm going to say six or seven. Yeah. After work. Mm-hmm. After work, yeah. Um, they can buy tickets from the Penguin Live website. Um, if you just type in Penguin Live Black Joy into Google, you'll mm-hmm. get a ticket link. Yeah. And if money is a concern, feel free to reach out to Charlie and I on socials so we can sort out something. That so is so make sure you put your socials in the description in yeah yeah um yeah so i don't i, won't, I don't want like people to not come because they can't afford tickets mm-hmm. um, i think we have concession tickets for young people students and mm-hmm. um older people and if you want to get a book in the bundle as well you can get one mm-hmm. um I should know all the prices, but I actually don't. I'm so sorry. It's so okay. They can go on the internet and look. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, you are, you know, trying your best to get everyone in, even if they can't afford it. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. want it to just be like full of people that, I don't know, I don't really want to be like preaching to the choir in a sense. I kind of yeah, want yeah, people yeah. that wouldn't feel like they could come to mm-hmm. be able to come. Mm hmm. Everyone, all black people should come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. we're actually hoping to do something with local schools on Hackney as well lovely. to talk to children about like what brings them joy. Yeah, um, that would be lovely. Just yeah. so that they know that the book is there and they like know that it's there for them. Because I think as I was reading the essays and even writing my own, I just remember thinking like, oh, if I had this when I was like thirteen. Yeah, do you know when like, I first knew about the book, the first thing that came to my mind is was education. And I just felt like this would be great if it was in secondary school. Yeah. Even primary school, like year six, you know, year yeah, six, year six, yeah. But like it would be great if it was in at least secondary school and it was actually part of 
the curriculum and yeah. based on like even like exams and what did we do that on for the AQA? Oh yeah, we did <laughs> that. Yeah, oh, we did that that moon on the tie. Yeah, Caroline, Duffy. Yeah, we just need something like this. Even that is a bit traumatic sometimes. Yeah, but we need black. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. We need great. Like if you guys could push it, so it, it got to that. You know that would be mean? so sick. People like mm. annotating it, right? Yeah. Doing highlights, yeah, doing exams on it. That would be amazing. Oh my God, wow! And it'll be, it'll be, and things will be, will be part of so many black kids just life and they will remember it forever we remember it we're gonna remember what we did for gcs forever exactly all the books that we read whether because um, we didn't want to read it or not yeah we're gonna, we'd remember, we remember it forever. yeah i remember that yeah I mean? and it would be great mm-hmm. to have some like black content black literature that'd be so yeah. nice yeah because english was like my favorite subject when i was in same school. it was yeah, my favorite too, funny yeah. enough. i love yeah, english funny enough, it was my i used to do it as a degree at one things point things have changed now i'm <laughs> done <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wanted to do it uh but i just i got into like film but yeah, yeah but yeah no that's great um what was it like because i know you've done some like um articles and stuff what was it like interviewing jasmine sullivan <laughs> hello because <laughs> i am a Mate. huge fan of that woman Mate. what was that like i still can't believe i did it <laughs> how are <laughs> you when you said it to me now i was like huh yeah. <laughs> how did you compose yourself exactly. like, how did you compose yourself the way it's all like a bit of a blur, I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. Because when the um, EP came out, Hotels, I listened to it and I was like, this is actually insane. Actually and I got the email from Gaudem to interview her and I was like, this isn't real. Like, April Fool's isn't coming up yet. Mm. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, that is insane. I can't even put it into words. It all just happened so quickly because I think I got asked like on the Wednesday and I interviewed her like the next Monday. Okay. So I didn't have that much time to actually properly think about it. But yeah, I've loved her. Like since yeah. she first came on the scene, like, right. I've always been in love with Jasmine, and seeing her grow into who she is now has just been like amazing. I'm such a big fan, and if anything, I was actually kind of scared at how much of a fan I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "There's no like distant like I'm not gonna say a single bad word about you. Like even yeah, yeah, yeah. if the EP is terrible, I just I won't <laughs> be able to hear it. Yeah, yeah, like it was. Yeah. It's always gonna be good to me. So yeah. Yeah. as someone who's like a music journalist, you kind of need to have that critical. Yeah, so I was scared that I wasn't having that but it was fine um mm. she's just so lovely she's yeah. actually just a normal girl mm. yeah. like she seems very she's very thing. normal yeah. like you're taught and i think that's actually good because i was really scared in the beginning and mm. then after a minute i was like no nah, i'm just having a chat Felt with someone mm. yeah, yeah and that actually helped a lot mm. but even that, that that's good to me it means that you also created that space for her to be safe as well mm. so it, it is actually hey. a round of applause to you yeah. too it means you're a good interview watch yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah like for you to feel like you could just talk and it's just Seeming, it's just seamless yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Image are good at what you do. Yeah. <laughs> who do you want to, like, who, what's another star that you want to, who's another star that you want to? Oh, do you know Chica? The yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Desperate. Hilarious person. Desperate to interview her. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've loved her since she was, like, on Vine. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, Chica needs to come on the podcast. How are we going to do that? I would yeah, love make it for happen. her to actually that. make it happen. And I actually want to meet, I don't want to do it over Zoom. When she's next in the UK, we need to make it happen. That yeah. would actually be lit. Because I don't, yeah. you guys, like, she has to be on this podcast. Yeah, in the we yeah. actually have some dream people that we want to have yeah. on the podcast. But who, yeah, who are your dream people to like interview on this? <sighs> Niecy Nash. Yeah, Niecy Nash. And, oh, and, 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 and her so husband. Sick. That would be. Do you know, oh. I feel like it's it's achievable. 
<laughs> she should so, do it. She's so lovely. She would probably be like, yeah. I think she loves talking it, yeah. about, you know, her black queer love. So and how, yeah. black, how great her sex life yes, is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm happy, I'm about happy it. for auntie, you know. I don't normally like him, auntie. I forgot to see her. She's my auntie. She's my auntie. Mm. <laughs> I don't really like hearing my aunties talk about stuff like that, but I'm, oh, I'm happy for her. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're I'm getting down. Yeah. Yeah. And you know she's going to have to get They are getting right. They're getting it in. And I just Jessica looks like she's really got that. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Yep. 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 Those two definitely. Um, is there? Because this is a bit of a spoiler. Yeah, is there anything about Black Joy to do sex in in the book? Hmm. There isn't an essay about mm-hmm. sex, but there are essays that reference it and talk about like love and mm. like being sexually free and stuff. Mm. But yeah, there isn't like an essay about sex. But yeah, it comes in up, part it two. Comes part two. Yeah, part There's two. Part two. There has yeah. to be part two. What are you? What are you trying to? Do? <laughs> there has to be part two. No, no, I, never, I never even thought they could could be a part two, but they could, couldn't they? Could because there's so many people. So and as you said, mm-hmm. like obviously, Isabel, you can't get everyone mm-hmm. in it. it. Could be a part you know, two. Boston, mm-hmm. could be I a make part it a brand. Two. Rosie loves a part. I I love a part two. <laughs> really? I love a part two. Part two, babe. Yeah, I'm not really. It's not everyday part two. For me, I'm like this is not Nollywood. You know what? I like Nollywood. So I like a part two. That is so true. What are you, what do you want to do next in terms oh. of like writing or like? I want to get an agent because mm. I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I thought you had one already. No, that's you know Penguin is, is, is a big yeah. deal. Please agent, <laughs> if any agent is listening, please DM me because I think mean, after yeah. this I'm too lazy to actually like do anything yeah. work yeah. myself. So I've had like a, always had a major insecurity with writing fiction, even oh, okay. though. Fiction's like where my heart is. Like what I read is mostly fiction. But I think growing up I just didn't think I had the you know how like some people can write and they just you know they sound smart. Mm-hmm. My writing's never been like that. It's it's quite conversational. Mm-hmm. And I used to be really insecure about that. But I now think that's probably a strength. That's probably why my writing can relate with so many people. I relate to more writers like that. Okay, I'm glad. I'm yeah. very glad. Like that mm-hmm. because obviously I edit. She has newsletters. Yeah, like yes, yeah, she actually is. Yeah, English is not her first um, language. It's her eighth. Apparently, oh. streaming. That's what? what she's. That's what she says. Oh. She's, <laughs> not, she's not good at English. Um, and the amount of people that say, "Oh my God," is is about her voice. Like mm-hmm. they love reading it because they can actually. It's like having a conversation mm-hmm. with her. Okay, like, I'm glad you so, say this. And you, you said something about that earlier on. You know, like it's about you and the way you write and it's about the nuances of like your life and what you actually put into what you write yeah that is important because i'm the same way i'm not some academic do you know what i'm saying yeah I don't, i'm, I'm not, not into I, I don't blow vocabulary yeah like Ghanaian english I, is my first yeah. language not english english do you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying so i don't have all the vocabulary in the world to blow like do you know what i'm saying but you know it's so it's not just about that like it's about what you actually have to give to a reader like it's not just about blowing blowing words and vocabulary and yeah all of that stuff i think you're right like and i think i'm reminding myself that more so um hopefully i'd like to start writing more fiction mm. um and potentially get into like writing a manuscript or something mm-hmm. um just because i feel like if i do that then my inner child would be very happy yeah, yeah. you gotta serve that inner child yeah i really yeah. have to like yeah. that is that is her like ultimate dream to like yeah. write a piece of fiction mm-hmm. and it, it still makes me a bit scared even think about it now because i think when it comes to personal essays you can't really critique a personal essay because it's someone's experience right. right but when it comes mm-hmm. to like a piece of fiction some people are very quick to judge and i think historically i've always let 
the potential of that critical voice Mm-mm. stop me from writing. But now I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah. Really? As you guys have been saying, just do just what comes from your heart. Just yeah. go for it. Yeah. Right. Go for it. Like, you have to. It's mm-hmm. actually okay. Yeah. So, do you, do you Have you always wanted to be a writer? Yeah. Mm. That's good. Either, yeah. I, I wanted when to either know? be a writer or a singer. When did you yeah. know? What, wait, what do you mean? Like, like, when did you know you wanted to be a writer? Can you pinpoint a time? Um, I guess like, I don't know if you guys ever had this, but in my primary school, mm-hmm. they had this thing called like Scribbler. Probably me because I'm a nerd. I think I've heard of Scribbler. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. some literary yeah. magazine mm-hmm. for like little kids. Mm. And yeah. basically you could write, it was like open, it was like they did open call outs for submissions. So you'd like write a thing in, either post it or like email it. And mm-hmm. if it was good, it'd be in the magazine. And it was like every turn. And I wrote a short story about like being a, queen for a day mm. and I was, it was when I was like eight or something and I wrote yeah. it and I got like put it in the magazine and my staff yeah. still has it now actually oh, and cute, I, after yeah. that I was like I can do this yeah. and then they had like poetry anthologies that I wrote for I did that as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 so like that that was when I was like I actually want to be a writer and I've always mm. really been into like book covers um mm. so back when I was younger I thought I could draw and paint yeah. I'd always like paint book covers that is um, really cute. i actually did one for a competition in school as well which got put up oh okay. by the headmaster always been a superstar yeah always. oh no <laughs> natural yeah. Oh, stop it stop yeah. um but yeah definitely in primary school like books were my back that's yeah. like all i mm. like thought about mm. and i think i kind of drifted away from that when i became a teenager because i thought it wasn't cool anymore and even in uni, I was like, nah. Oh, uni killed you know, me. I, yeah, because yeah, I, I, I did sociology. Yeah. I was always reading yeah. books. So oh, you did sociology? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But when it came to uni, I completely stopped reading. Yeah, so. I stopped. So I only started getting back into it, like, I'd say, like, last year because of the pandemic. And now mm. I feel like I'm my, again, my inner child is saying thank mm. you because I'm, like, reading a lot again. I'm, like, back to writing. I need and to yeah, do that, guys. It's not that people feel like, right, like reading is not cool at some point. No, yeah, also that, because, you know, kids are dumb. We were all... Yeah, like, we it comes down to the variety of what's out there. Maybe because you know also I mean? you want. I mean, when I was younger, I was reading, mm. but it was American stuff. It was black. That's what I'm saying. Like, as it was blackish. Oh, interesting. No, yeah. yeah, I think I read things like Hunger Games and Twilight, but apart from that, mm. didn't. Be, and then when I reached like age sixteen, it just mm. stopped because I was like, no boys drinking. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like. I didn't want to be that girl that read. I yeah. wanted, yeah. yeah to be but cool. I feel like it depends though. If you were, if like Black Joy, I feel like at 16, 17, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be uncool to read that. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's just my mind now I'm thinking. I don't think so either. I don't think I it would be uncool. Not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I even think, like Receipts book, I don't think it would yeah, be uncool. Yeah, I feel like you know it's different. I feel like the landscape's mm-hmm. changed a bit as well. It There's has more changed. books out there yeah. for But us you know what? I feel like it's changed from our time to your time and it's changed again now because mm-hmm. when during our time we had these black like African American books that we'd read, and it was all like risque and about nasty stuff, <laughs> like G Sport and yeah. Cold and Warmest. Yeah, put the name, put the name. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there was G Sport. I had a friend, I think I was in like year books. 10. Like, she only used to read them books. I did I've as never well, heard and, of but this. they were in our school library. Yeah. Like, in your were, school library, yeah, they were BET books. BET book, yeah. wait, BET has BET. books. They had books then, boy. <laughs> they were BET books and they were like, they were all just about sex. Erotica, like black, yeah. Erotica. I remember this. Was it, was it good writing? It was good. It was good. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was ghetto. It was, yeah, it was definitely ghetto. It was good writing, but it was like, it yeah. was set in like, you know, 
get on this basically yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. it was good it was like the stories they were gripping stories like yeah. you know they were like, like year 10 year 11 up. and that was cool we were just like that yeah. was cool was and then cool, i guess yeah. by the time it got to yours that might have shifted a bit like maybe mm-hmm. people weren't reading that at the time and very yeah because then hunger games and girl with a dragon tattoo and all these <laughs> books yeah they were they were the books that yeah people were it was i think for like my group it was mm. yeah it was very much like twilight yeah and, and we had harry potter as well yeah we had harry potter <laughs> yeah, i wasn't allowed oh no yeah so i've never watched witchcraft never even really, I it. really? I you need to now i mean no, it's the kind of thing where i've gone so long that's now like a part of my brand oh, oh i'm like okay, i've never watched okay. it like okay you so you're just gonna leave it. that alone yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to be honest i don't think it's i mean i never really read the books i watched the films but i don't but the know film's I good. Fan. yeah i'm a big fan yeah, I've still but if i watch it now would i actually enjoy it or have i missed the boat no you think you would enjoy it i think you would yeah. enjoy it but i don't think you'll be some it's not that like super fan yeah because yeah, there okay. are some really like people that are yeah yeah like yeah yeah yinka's got tattoos of the oh, characters okay. that's very yeah. in, wow. he's a okay. huge fan huge mm. fan. very interesting huge fan yeah. <laughs> that is that is mm, okay yeah so the, the fiction is coming we should be expecting the fiction from don't you. be expecting fiction i'm expecting it i, I, know. I don't know what you to know, tell you i don't i don't know you know all these writers that we have we have so many yeah. writers and i don't know i don't think anyone does fiction i haven't seen maybe they do like out of our black yeah of it is a lot circle. of non-fiction isn't I, yeah, it yeah i don't yeah. see no fiction so hello you're right you know that actually yeah. isn't uh, the only person is uh that i'm seeing right now is jade with creature just get oh yeah 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 Oh, I've Can seen, I've seen, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh I should, I I should get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We but need more than. As a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even Jade, Jade wrote that in, when she was in school. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's now, but it's now becoming a book. But that's the kind of stuff that we used yeah. to read, like, this, like, yeah. black. Mm-hmm. I love Keisha the Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, I've just ordered the book, actually, so. Yeah, same, yeah. Yeah. Get it from Waterstones, because it's a signed version. Really? Okay. It's a signed version, so get it from I wasn't offered that <laughs> it's okay. Do you know? Do you know what? Yeah, I saw it go around, and I was a bit jealous that we didn't get one. Yeah, why did we? Do you know what? I got another book from Murky, but I didn't get that. You didn't get this one. Yeah, I was a bit jealous. And Jade knows us. <laughs> She's a friend of ours. Should we just ask? If we, we we wouldn't have a podcast um the other this day. week, the other day. Yeah, and yeah, we probably should have asked. So yeah, we podcast. like you should get that. Probably, yeah. but I want to. I'm not gonna lie. I want the signed version. Yeah, I think yeah. The signed version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that was. Again, that was probably one of the first things. I think I was like, so Jade was like year nine and I was in year two. She went to my school, so she was year below me. Okay. And I feel like that was one of the first things that I actually wanted to read. Apart from Harry Potter. Yeah. That was one of the first things that I wanted to read that was about blackness. Because you identify with the black person. Yeah. Listen, you know, I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, she, was she Did you know she wrote it like at the time? Yeah, yeah at the time. Okay. Was, yeah. But we didn't know that anyone knew it, read it outside of our school. Mm. Yeah, and I guess you didn't have like Twitter and all yeah. of that, so you had no idea. Exactly, we just oh, Jade is crazy. Look what she's doing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that was it. Like, but jokes. like, I didn't realize. I think it was when we got to sixth form. Yeah, I think it was in sixth form, and other people came into our sixth form, and mm. then they were like, yeah, yeah, they knew about. It. We're like, right, so this is she's famous. <laughs> she's famous, yeah. but like, but even that, it's been a, it's great to see it go from that to being um 
basically written in text. I know. Yeah, like an actual Because what was she writing on at the time? I can't remember what it was. It was like a phone or something? Yeah, like the platform that it was on. What was it on at the time? I always had it on my phone. I didn't want the platform. I actually, yeah, I always had it on my phone. Yeah, people used to send it on text and stuff like that. But um, but it's the journey to see it go, and it's part of our like childhood, our teenage. That's actually part of our history. That's actually history. Everybody knows about it, so that's been amazing. Amazing to see. Very proud of her. Yeah, really, really proud. Shout out you, babes. Yeah, but yeah, if we go, Miss Black Joy to you. Ah, Miss Black Joy. I think that is such like um, such a broad question. Um, I don't know. That's how you guys felt when you're writing. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what? It's so funny because I was thinking about, uh, obviously I've been thinking about my life quite recently mm-hmm. and like what makes me happy and like what I want out of, of life. I was thinking, I don't, I'm not, I feel like I'm not doing enough for specifically black people, black queer people. Obviously it's got this podcast and I, crazy. I know, I know, I know, I know it's crazy, but I do feel like I want to do more. Let me park here right now. <laughs> <laughs> not because... But, I actually don't know why I'm just mentioning this now. Mm-hmm. I don't think you two know how much you've impacted young black queer people in this country. With me, for example, a big part of me coming out was from listening to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Having two black women that were so proud of their queerness. Mm-hmm. That brought me joy and made me realise I had nothing to be ashamed about on my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Darby is actually who introduced me to the podcast. Yeah. And, like... Oh, yeah, you're actually doing a lot just by like speaking on this. I don't think you even because you don't. I guess you don't really see it, do you? Yeah. You don't really see people yeah. listening. See, and, we always, and also, I feel like yeah. it was over lockdown that more people found the podcast. Yeah. So like for a long time, the know what's going on. We don't. Yeah. Like, it's only that now when we go out and people actually tell us. Like, I went to a queer Brock last week, and like so many people came up to me at queer Brock, and it was a bit overwhelming because it was like we didn't really realize. This student realize who listens to the podcast. And what kind of imp- we're just here chatting our shit. We mm. just feel like we're just here chatting our <laughs> yeah, shit. No, honestly, so. and like Nana, you're a short film. Yeah, you're absolutely mm-hmm. obsessed with it. Like, well, I'm the main character. Yeah, and like <laughs> Rose, when you were in like the Cat Burns video. Oh like, yeah, 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 you're, yeah. You're both doing yeah. like. Do you know it's crazy because we don't really. We just don't I really. Want, I don't know. I just feel like I want. I want that wouldn't that gives me joy. So like things mm-hmm. like this podcast, we've already we do events as well for queer people. To like just have yeah. a safe a safe space. Mm-hmm. That's those things are important to me, and those things give me joy. I yeah. think just trying to, and I think because we see the joy when we go to the when yeah. we go to the queer spaces, and we can we can see everyone enjoying themselves. We see everyone just like having a laugh, mm-hmm. and I think because we see that po- that version of joy, mm-hmm. that's why it's a bit more fulfilling. Yeah, but with the podcast, we don't really we don't really we see. see do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're still like. We just, it's just, it's almost a bit like a hobby. Like, we're just here just chatting our shit. Yeah. But literally, we, we talk about these things anyway, whether the Mac is on or not. Mm. These are things we talk yeah, about yeah. anyway. Yeah. So it's because, yeah, we're just having a chat, we're having a chicken wag. Mm. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah. it's nice. It's, it's, I feel like we need to, when we have our live show, I think that's when we're going to really. You'll see. At the moment. Mm. You'll see. Our live show. Mm. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's about the community for me. I like yeah. what I can do, what more can I do? And, that that's what gives me joy. Yeah. yeah. Just given. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel like um creating safe spaces, whether that's for queer people, for children as well. I feel like that's those are the kind of things that bring me joy as well. Mm. And do you know what actually I need to I need to sometimes stop and not put so much more joy on things other people how other people I know feel. it's so mad and, and find yeah, joy and find my own yeah. inner joy as well. And like 
I have to think about it. Mm. I, I know what you mean because it's mm-hmm. like it's easy. You think that putting joy on other people works when other people are actually happy, but then if they're not happy, you then feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But if the joy comes from within, whether people are happy or not, you'll still be happy. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you're definitely more talking about the black beat word up voice all of that yeah i think that back. thinking back that was a source of much joy. Yeah. Like, i used to go to the corner shop after school there was one shop the shop's even there anymore we used to go to the shop and i used to like go through all the mag- and the things i always had the newest magazines though mm-hmm. and as soon as i see one i didn't have i used to get it take it home i'll actually read mm-hmm. there was hardly any writing in there but i used to read every single caption <laughs> and, I to, and then i used to cut out everything and put it in my lo- put the pictures in my locker in my diary i even forgot that i even had diary till just now mm-hmm. The diary wow. they used to have, the homework planner thing. And then my room was my room was covered in posters. posters. My room that. was absolutely covered in posters. And these are the things and there was a there was a website, I keep I can't even remember what it was called, but it was a um it was like you know how we have the shade room now and stuff like that. Yeah. That no equivalent. Yeah, so mm. it was that it was the equivalent for that. And me and my best friend at the time, we used to like, oh my god, did you see this on the website? Did you see that on the website and stuff? And that that was a source of our joy. Do you that know what was, I mean? yeah, I think so. I yeah. think I think specifically for me, I think writing definitely gives me joy, and I think that's why I'm just like, oh, I need to write, I need yeah. to write. Um, but yeah, it definitely gives me joy. just being able to pour like what's within, like pour that out, yeah, and get that out. That definitely brings me joy. And of course, like nothing is mm. ever easy. Like nothing we do is easy. We're always gonna have like challenges and stuff like that and things that we have to face and get over. But I think ultimately like just being able to like create characters and create stories and put that out there, that is that that's what brings me joy. And that's mm. and as I said before, I write for me. So that's what brings me joy definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm. I actually love that. I actually wanted to talk to you guys about something. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go for it, go for it. It's not really about joy. No, it's like, it's fine. Fine. Uh, I, want, I actually want your advice. And mm-hmm. I think, I wasn't sure whether to like, talk about it on the podcast, but I feel like I should. Yeah. Just because I don't want people thinking that like, everything's perfect for me. My life yeah. is great. Um, so I actually have had a bit of a tough week. Mm. Um, I found out that both of my parents won't be coming to the book launch mm. um, because Darby will be there, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, mm-hmm. yeah. and we'll be talking about queer issues. Mm-hmm. And I think this week I've been feeling very insecure about my sexuality mm-hmm. at the moment. So I think I wanted to ask you guys when faced with like, if you have had situations like this, how do you try and find joy despite the pain that you're feeling from like people you love rejecting you i think joy comes from how you feel about what you're doing and it comes from it's just about your own personal stuff mm-hmm. like when you when you don't don't let that take away the joy because it's a, that's about them yeah that's about them and their ignorance it's about them and their commitment to un- misunderstanding you as a queer person and i feel like don't put your joy in that because it's something that's negative to you. Do you know what I mean? And everything, what you're actually doing is amazing. And like, I don't think you understand that the book is going to impact so many people mm-hmm. and that's so much more impactful than them just not understanding your queerness. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's literally that they don't understand your queerness. Yeah. And at right now, they don't want to understand your queerness and you can't really change that. But it's, that's just one thing compared to what this is going to do it's it's so impactful for so many lives and i feel like you should just 
put your concentration and your energy and we always say go where love is and that is where the love is at the moment you're actually right yeah, yeah. that is where yeah. it is so you, you just put, go go there and you're gonna feel so fulfilled and yeah. how they feel you're not even necessarily gonna feel like negative against them when you have love inside you it's hard to feel negative at the same time so i feel like you just you're just gonna come you're gonna have some sort of inner peace of that they just don't understand it and that's okay and I think that with us, when we've had situations with our parents where they haven't understood our queerness or wanted to support it and stuff, it feels better when I just say to myself, you know, she just don't get it. You know what I mean? Just she just, she just doesn't there. get it. Do you know? And, yeah. it, and it's not something that's personal to me. That's something that they need to go away and educate themselves on. Um, this is who I am. And I can't apologize for existing as who I am. Yeah. And you shouldn't apologize for existing as who you are either. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I think it's so hard. <laughs> do you know what I do? I do think it's really, really hard because um they're your parents like and they do love you. Um yeah. but they're not perfect. And the thing is it's so hard because we look at these people who gave birth to us as if they're perfect and they yeah. should be perfect and you know, because they had us and they decided to have us and we we didn't ask to be here. So it's very it's a very, very hard thing to like sort of wrap your head around like i'm not gonna lie to you because you know when your parents do not accept you for who you are that builds a lot of resentment we've been we've both been through it mm-hmm. and there was a time where i had to just be like you know what i can't keep feeling like this because it's a detriment to me yeah do you know what i mean like if i keep feeling angry and resentful that's hurting me i don't want to f- like keep feeling this pain i just have to let it go like I have to, I did this. I just can't do it anymore because it's just too much. It's too intense. Um, and you know what really helps is having people around you because at the end of the day, a lot of people when they come out and stuff, they lose their family and stuff like that. Um, but it's like you have to have your community. You have to have your chosen family, your mm-hmm. tribe. I mean, it's not quite the same, but it kind of, you know, it it. It feels it feels that void a bit of like you know your parents not accepting you. It does feel because haven't and that's why like when we all come together, it's such an amazing, beautiful thing. Like just yeah. seeing us all in one space, your live show is gonna be amazing because we're yes. gonna be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be there for you. Like even if they're not, we're gonna be there for you, yeah. and you will be okay. Like I know it's hard right now, and it might seem like you know when is it gonna get better, but. Be, I absolutely 100% believe you'll be okay and as Rosie said like you're doing something that's so amazing and you're going to impact so many people and that's what's important like just just what you need to focus on is your life show yeah. and that's 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 what's important that's going to be amazing and your parents will come around I, I mm-hmm. 100% believe it like they will come around you know yeah they, they will do you know what? I think it's important to stress as well is that it's not always going to be it's not always perfect for us yeah I know it's almost like our parents know and you know we, we, we're fine existing together we're laughing together our girlfriends are there da, da, da. but it's not always perfect yeah. like the other, remember the other day the other day literally. like um Nana was doing my hair and then Nana's mum basically said you guys need to stop this and she's talking about our creedence <sighs> yeah but, wow. she, but it's like but it's the way that we she was saying what she was saying but we didn't receive it like that mm. because just because we're so we're fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you can just know that she's just saying. Yeah, yeah. like we didn't even receive it with like any sort. But she was kind of like, but she was looking at this her. She didn't in our language. She's like, stop. Like, you two are pretty girls. You two are pretty girls. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, and even her saying that we're pretty girls, our looks have nothing to do with anybody else. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It has got nothing to do with anybody mm. else. And 
so there's that but because that we have so we've gone where the love is we don't we don't really we don't we just don't get offense to it it's like she's yeah. just it's just her still misunderstanding a little bit so it's not always perfect no. but because i guess we have our tribes and you know we have a bit of more of a stand of who we are even what was growing as individuals yeah. we have a bit more of an understanding of who we are and our queerness as well and we're just committed to existing as our authentic selves as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you like. It's just, it's just like, yeah. You know I, I, like, I really else, like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, yeah. I don't I find, I, the reason why I asked because I found you two very inspiring. Like, oh, thank you. Just the way you're just so like unapologetic about all of it. But it takes time. Yeah. It take time. We weren't always like this. Yeah. Like, and it, it takes take time. time. And the more you come into like, you know, yourself and just being really proud of who you are and stuff. And that obviously takes time because in my early 20s, I was uncomfortable as fuck, like yeah. just because mm. of my sexuality. Uh, and now I'm not, but it takes time. And the more you come into that, the more you don't give a fuck about yeah. what other people say. And um, and then they, they see that and they're just, they have no choice but to get on board. Yeah. And if they don't, Bye. You're gonna miss out on me. You're gonna you're miss so right. right. Yeah, you're so right. Right. yeah, yeah. Like I think eventually your parents are gonna see how well the book does. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna tell them about their friends. <laughs> hey, it's true. Yeah. They'll be at the whole parties. Yeah. Be like my daughter. Mm, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna. They're just gonna like. They have. They would have no choice but to jump on board. Yeah. They were actually, even like this podcast. I feel like this podcast is what really, really made my mum jump on board. Not even want to say jump hey. on board, but really accept because we went out to um, a wedding one time. Was when actually when we still had YouTube, yeah, and then one auntie, one of her friends, um, came up to me and was like, Oh, do you have a YouTube channel? I was thinking, Oh, mom's sitting right next to me, why you bring this up, kind of thing, yeah. And she was like, I'll, I'll show it. I showed your YouTube video to my class, to my students, and she was like, Keep keep going, keep doing it. And that's my mom's friend, so I think for her, wow. that validated, like, Okay, okay, people don't so think it is all right, yeah, yeah, it's okay. And then one day I was out with my mom and someone came up to me and was like, oh my God, I love your podcast. So mom was like, so people really listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, they do. And then she was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so it kind of made her realise what we're doing is not something that's like crazy. And it, I think it kind of normalised it a little bit for her yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but they would jump on board eventually. I they would so. like, they would accept man. your queerness. Yeah. I feel like it's they been... They accept the babes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. I think it's been a big week for me because it's... I'm, I'm coming out on the other side of it. Like, if this was podcast was on, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, I would not be feeling joyful. Mm. But I think what I'm realising is that all my life, I've gotten a lot of joy and, like, self-worth and self-confidence from my parents' validation. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun because they've always validated me. Like, I got good grades. I was a nerd in school. I, was, I wasn't doing anything, mm-hmm. like, bad. So it's always been fine. And I think this has been the first mm. and the biggest thing where they've been like mm. clearly unhappy yeah. or like clearly showing disapproval yeah. and having that has like really like shaken me yeah. and I've struggled Imagine. a lot with myself mm. so I think yeah again it links to back joy I'm trying to find joy within myself and like in my chosen family and go where the love is as you guys have said mm. rather than feel like the only love I can get is parental love yeah. like yeah. that's the only form legitimate yeah. form of validation because yeah. there are other forms of love and validation out there in my life that I should just go towards yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that is gross Literally isn't the mantra, it go where love is yeah go where love is yeah did you tweet that yesterday as well yeah oh. <laughs> the other day it's <laughs> yeah. between every minute but I tweet all the time because <laughs> it's constantly on my mind like it's mm-hmm. constantly on my mind and yeah yeah I've got yeah. go where love is yeah. I'm glad you asked that question. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Because other people are going, I feel the same way. About yeah, I just didn't well. want people thinking that, like, 
I came out and it was fine. And yeah, now I'm yeah. like in a happy family. Cause I don't really like talk about it on my socials and mm. stuff. I kind of just said, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like there's I been- I you need to even come out anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a bit of a fallout. I just have, I just wanted people to know that like, it's yeah. It's not easy. I've se- I saw someone tweet the other day. I don't know if you saw it, but if uh, this girl, she said like her family literally acting like she's some- wronging some the worst person ever because she's queer like and mm. they're making her super uncomfortable at home and she, she seemed really down uh. you know and it just it, it was just so sad to read that like people there are literally a lot of people going through that you know right now and it's really really hard and you know like they just need a bit of comfort and it's so it's so mad because i feel like when you come out and your parents you obviously your parents have expectations of you mm-hmm. you know but it's just like this is still, I'm still me. I haven't changed. Like, like I haven't same, changed at the all. Same person. Yeah. You know me. So don't, why you treat me like I'm some stranger? Like, yeah. why do you, why you treat me like you don't know me? This is, yeah. it's really I think queer, queerness is often seen as an other. It's not other. It's not other. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. it's really, it's really, really hard, you know, but, um, you, you have to, have to go it's literally life and i say this all the time it's literally life and death like being who you are is literally life and death you have you have no choice but to be just yeah. and live authentically yeah there's no other way do you know what i mean because you're never going to be happy and you can't live for other people there's just no way yeah you know that's so. the thing like i think in the long term i probably would have regretted let's say my parents came but then at the event i was just like yeah, right. not saying anything like not wanting to talk to anyone or like not yeah. wanting to talk to Darby like I think in the long time I'd regret that more mm. I'd rather be at the event and be, be true to myself be yeah. free to do what I want Absolutely. act how I want and if they're not willing to see that then yeah, that's yeah. sometimes I even wonder like I, I, I personally haven't invited Mom to the live show. Do you invite Mom to the no, live I show? Don't lie, right. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I haven't invited Mom to the live show. I feel no. like she would. I don't know if she wants to come, but I haven't invited her. Yeah. But I think we just think it's talk about anything sexual. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason. Her. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, that's why. But um, but even outside of that, when I think about other things that we might do, like even weddings, I'll do one. Even I sometimes I say to, I don't think Mom's gonna come to my wedding. But I think she will. And she's quite. She she loves my girlfriend, but for some reason I just. I just don't think she's gonna come to my wedding, but we'll see, Sha. I think she will be there, but that come comes to down the to wedding. Do one day when I get married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Like, there there is no wedding. There's no wedding. There's no wedding. There's no. Is this an exclusive? There's no ring. No, right now. You know, just remind me of when we did that. When we did our first episode or second episode, I think I said I didn't want love and or a relationship. And then the next episode, she was in a relationship. No. Yeah. That just reminds me of that. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it, everyone goes through it in some capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our parents not supporting things because it's queer, especially um African parents. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's extremely funny because I filmed Lose and Joy, my short film yeah. in my mum's house. Obviously, I asked her, and she was like, "Yeah, she didn't know what the film was. It's about like was she there she, like no no no. I told her to to go <laughs> <laughs> to leave for the weekend, and she did, which was great. She's been very very supportive. Um, but she doesn't know what the and like once it wraps, she's like, oh, so when are we gonna see the film? Whatever. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows about she, queer, it's just queer. She don't know. She okay. <laughs> so like, I don't know. if She's gonna see this film. Oh, I don't wow. know. If I'm gonna, but certain things like that, like you want to be able to include you know, your parents and certain things that you do because you're ultimately, you're proud of it and, you know, you want to share that joy and that success with them and sometimes you feel like 
they don't know they're not in every part of your life because they don't like this one yeah. about you and that's even really Cat Burns video I did a show did show your mum really oh, I love oh. that video it's beautiful it's stunning yeah it's so cute it's a nice video yeah. if I haven't shown my mum yeah fair that's you know do you know what I mean it's hard it's hard yeah. Yeah. It's, it is hard so we always we always I feel like we're always going to struggle with it mm. to some extent mm-hmm. different in different areas in our lives but yeah as long as we're happy overall, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it probably gets easier with time as well because it seems like you guys just kind of know what yeah, to show yeah. and what not yeah, to show. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm still trying to work that out. Mm. Yeah. 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 Cat Ben's definitely not showing the Cat Ben's video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kissing inside then. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Even when, even when Mike straight's brother kisses his girlfriend in front of my mum is not here for it. Oh, fair enough. That's, that's very disrespectful doing it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the problem, like, they, at, like, you can't talk about sex or you can't do this, this, this you know, like, they never... So how did we get here then? It's really ridiculous. Someone like, dropped us through the window. Like, you, like, they, <laughs> left, they left teachers to teach us about that shit when it mm. should have really been them. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. just loads of things, loads yeah. of things. Um, yeah. But it's going to... Those things are going to stop with us, right? When we have kids, if we if yeah. we, if we want Amen. kids, if we decide yeah. to have kids, those things are going to stop with us. And yeah, which is, how do you guys meet? God, you've been waiting, haven't you? The way you asked that. Look at her; she's excited. <laughs> yeah, we oh, actually met on here. Hinge actually really? works. Hinge, hinge does work. work. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you do you match on hinge? How does hinge actually work? So have we never had hinge before? Basic. No. So someone. <laughs> Like I think the way the way it works, like you you get likes, so you mm-hmm. can go through your likes. So if you like oh. the person, you can match them back. So Darby liked me, mm-hmm. and I saw her profile, and I was like, "No, nah, it's fake." I just thought it was like a catfish because uh, like no one this good looking yeah. <laughs> like me. So I deleted the app. I'm done because <laughs> I was just like, I actually hate this app. Yeah, like, me getting catfishes. And then I was thinking about it for a few days. I was like, "No, nah, she's actually really paired. Mm. Like really paired. So like, she's on my it. mind." Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it. Liked her back. I messaged her. Rest is history, I guess. Cute. <laughs> so, how long from messaging each other on the app to actually meeting in person? How long was that? Yeah, a month. We spoke mm. for like a month. Mm. Yeah. That's alright. That's a good amount of time. Yeah, it's a good yeah. Amount. it's better than what some of our people have. I been know, doing. you know. Yeah, the no, gates no, are no, quick. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like we moved at like mm-hmm. a snail's pace. Mm. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we in the same day, boy. Yeah, it's true. What was yeah. the first date like? So we went over lockdown, right? It was like. June, June. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can see me when I'm hear me when I'm turning away. Um, yeah, I met like in June, so things were starting to open up for the summer. Oh, yes. I okay, think you can okay. meet up with people. So we weren't doing anything June. illegal. Last no, year, last oh, last year, June. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Ah, yeah. I bring her. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I'm so I was going to say, this is very, this is very lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, so adorable. I'm so done. I'm just making sure. Um, yeah, so she came. <laughs> Actually, such a bad first date. <laughs> she well, came over and we had McDonald's. That's cute. What? What? What is bad? But it was that? lockdown. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was. It was yeah, it was lockdown. Yeah. And basically, I have my favorite thing that I get. The only thing I get at McDonald's is chicken nuggets and McFlurry. Mm. And I dip my chicken nuggets in the McFlurry. That's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Really? No, I've heard of chips being dipped in. No, no, like no it's McFlurry, actually so nice. Not, um, okay. Like okay. both look. Like, I feel like I'm getting judged. Mm, not no, sure no. about this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's no judgments here, you know. Yeah, yeah, judging, yeah, I'm not okay. sure. <laughs> um, but I've been talking about that, so I was like, you're going to try it. Mm. And she actually raised it an 8 out of 10. Really? That's pretty yeah. high. Did That's you, was like, that honest? Or because you fancy? Yeah, did you? Yeah. 
<laughs> and then they watch some like shitty Will Ferrell film. But you know that what? Eurovision won. When I asked, oh, yeah, yeah. when I asked you that question, I meant not even what you did for the day, oh, like no. because that doesn't even matter as long as you're together. But like how you felt on the date or how you yeah. you know how I you, was shy. Guys, you can see the both of them are smiling. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh god, I was shy. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this just friendly? Like, because yeah. I think we were both really shy. So we were like, you're so pretty. Yeah. Like, oh, you're so nice. We it wasn't, I think we were both scared to flirt. So we were just yeah. like sitting there looking at each other, like towards me. <laughs> and I was just like feeling really shy about it. Yeah. Um, and I think that the whole day I was like, is it just, is it just friendly? Like, have I just like made a new friend? Mm. I was like, no, because I really want to like, yeah mm. you know mm. so clearly it's not friendly on my end but yeah friendly on her end yeah um yeah but then at the end i asked to kiss her that's just really <laughs> well like, like, i was like can i kiss you it's, it's so, so cute. cute we love, we love that so cute. we love it we uh-huh. love it it's creep we love it's it very it's creep. very cute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my mouth hurts yeah. like, so how long have we been together how long have we been like officially together now yeah mm-hmm. uh the year she asked me to be a girlfriend actually coincides with the release of black joy so oh. September 2nd. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's also going to be your anniversary as well. Yeah. yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, we're really telling you everything. No, no, right? we love it. Okay. You know, yeah, we tell our business on this. We love a love story. Yeah, yeah, we, we love do, a love story. We do, yeah. So yeah, that's why it's important that she's there as well. Yeah. Source of joy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Main source of joy in the past. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is a beautiful thing. We love love. You know what? Specifically black queer love. Oh, we love black queer love. Yeah. Do you know what? That's a great note great. to end on. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. So apart from Black Joy, what else do you have coming up in regards to um, projects? Anything? At the moment, mm-hmm. I am taking a hiatus. <laughs> apart it's from nec- Black Joy. needed? Yeah, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, 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 true. I feel like <laughs> I need a break. I want to work on, like I said, the fiction writers. That's like more in the background. I don't think I have much coming out out mm-hmm. apart yeah. from black joy i kind of want to focus my energy on that and yeah. work a new job i also moved like mm. end of july i don't know why i'm doing so much um <laughs> so yeah you might see me doing some more promo stuff yeah. for black joy mm. but i think i don't want to just sit in it this mm-hmm. is big though isn't it so yeah i just want to sit in, sit in it and i'm not really it, yeah. good at sitting mm-hmm. in things i'm yeah. always like what's next mm. so i'm trying to be really strict with myself be like you know what enjoy this for like a few months mm-hmm. um so Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thanks. I, I know I just met you today. I'm super proud. Oh, thank you. There's a lot coming from you guys. <laughs> you're proud of me. Yes. We are very proud of you. Well done. Well done. Thanks. Amazing. Thank you guys. Amazing. Thank you guys. Nice. Okay. Yes, guys. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tutu's Podcast. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutu's Podcast in conversation. Make sure you comment down below. Comment down below. <laughs> and you know just let us know what you think make sure you go and see go um buy black joy make sure you go to a live show on the yes. 2nd of september mm-hmm. rio cinema and tickets are on penguin penguin, penguin live, live yeah i remember that one mm-hmm. yeah so make sure you use the hashtag tutus podcast and conversation on twitter and make sure you follow us on spotify and review us on apple podcast until next week peace